So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. What's going on, everybody? This is uh, Dr. Chris Featherstone with yet another episode with Legion of Raw. He's already ready. It's been a while. It's been a while. I went on vacation, and, uh, man, we were just talking about that backstage. There were some technical difficulties, so as we were waiting on uh, the big wigs to take care of all the uh, technical stuff, we were talking about my vacation in Las Vegas, and uh, it was a, a fun time over the past week. The doctor had to take a... Uh, a nice therapeutic reset. For Very nice. Very nice. So it was, it was great. Man. And while you were taking a, a therapeutic reset, all heat was coming my way thanks to Sports Keter again, bro. Mm, bro, I listen, I got, I got to make a couple things clear. Okay? Let me make a couple things clear. First of all, you have to understand. Uh, Chris, how old are you, Chris? I'll be 42 this year. Chris, I'm 20 years older than mm-hmm. you. People, you got to understand something coming from a 62-year-old man, okay? Never in my years left on this planet am I ever going to apologize for anything that I feel is totally unnecessary. You're not going to bull me into an apology. You're not going to strong arm me. You could cancel me. You could do. Chris, I would think at our age, you and I, uh, we pretty much know and understand when when an apology is needed. Okay. I think we understand that. So I am not and will never apologize, Chris, for complimenting beautiful, attractive Mm -hmm. women, okay? I am not going to, Chris, I don't know about you. My wife, I'm going to go on 40 years of marriage come September. Congratulations. I still tell my wife she looks beautiful. And guess what, Chris? She likes when I tell her that. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, so I'm not going to apologize for saying Rhea Ripley is a beautiful young woman. There's no apology necessary. Chris, when I, when I say it is my opinion, I would not put goth makeup on Rhea Ripley. That is, Chris, I would say the same thing if it were an attractive guy and they put a mask on him. Mm-hmm. I would say the same exact. I would say, why are you putting a mask on that attractive guy? Mm-hmm. But you know what part of the problem is, Chris, and maybe I didn't explain this enough. I mean, listen, bro, people are going to believe whatever they want to believe anyway. I, I could give two craps. But to me, 
Rhea Ripley falls into the same trap, and I think this is a problem I have, and we saw it again on tonight's show. She falls into the trap of Chris that we see over and over and over again in in the WWE. How did Rhea Ripley go from a, you know, attractive, athletic wrestler from the land down under Mm -hmm. into this goth person? There was no explanation. There was no story. She wasn't kidnapped by Judgment Day. She didn't go through any types of ritual. One day she's Rhea Ripley. Next week she's goth Rhea Ripley. Just like on tonight's show, we have um, Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross goes from superhero to crazy lady. Mm -hmm. Asuka goes from Asuka to some kind of kabuki. They never explain any of these things, and that's why I don't buy them, Chris. Yeah, you've you've got to have you if a if a wrestler is going to change gimmick, there's got to be and I is got to be a reason. It, am am I supposed to believe that Rhea Ripley is goth just because she blacks out her eyes? No, bro. Right. There's got to be a reason for it. Yep. And 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 that's that's why. That's why I felt the way I did. And the WWE, bro, they have a horrible problem of explaining character changes. And, bro, and I don't even watch SmackDown. From from what I'm reading, Lacey Evans has gone through 18 characters. Oh, goodness. Oh, my. Bro, they have a a horrible track record. Yeah. Oh, I just want to make myself clear. When all of a sudden she's a, you know, she's a, uh, you know, young, attractive, athletic, uh, down under wrestler, and now she's goth princess. Bro, you've got to explain that to me. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you 100, percent man. And, and and the thing is, they they keep doing these transitions because they're assuming that people know what the transitions are, and that's not good business it's it's like you know it's, it's like you're changing your model uh if you own like a, a a clothing store and you're changing a whole brand and the people who always buy your brand are like oh okay we're familiar with this this type of line but you're trying to bring someone back and then they're they're used to buying a, a form of your line and you just change it without any explanation and they're like Wait a minute. I, I don't know what that what what's going on here. It makes no sense. Bro, the easiest explanation is take take your show friends. You got the six friends. We know we we know all six friends. Bro, imagine if one week they just totally change one of the right. for yeah. no reason, right. no explanation. We're yeah. now sitting there watching a totally different character. Yeah. We're yeah. we're not gonna question that. Like, wait right. a minute, how did how did we get here? 
Yeah. Come on, I man. Agree. Like, come, yeah. come on, guys. Good example like, there. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. What, what happened to the to, to the original cast, man? What was what's going on here? Like, you're you're watching Cheers, and all of a sudden, like you're watching Happy Days, and Fonzie's different the next week. And it's wait a minute. I don't know how you said that, this. That drives me nuts, bro. Yeah. Nuts. I I agree. Indeed, indeed, man. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's one of those things, Vince. And and, and I was thinking as you were talking, I was like, you know, uh, you know, you and, and uh, reminding you about the comments, I wanted to tell you something real quick. Um, uh, the about, yeah, I'll I'll tell you about uh, about one about a character that's on um, that was on Raw that we got a lot of heat from and i just found out to today um and just saw my um just saw my twitter today and i was like wow i didn't know i we got so much so much heat uh <laughs> over calling somebody uh something um last week and so yeah it's uh, really interesting so check that out when check out the private chat when you get a chance of uh, uh, <laughs> <that> you, <laughs> let me know what you see what you see it uh we we got a lot of heat for that last week um uh, i don't know what chris tell me because there's a lot of them here tell me no go to the private chat go to the uh you see the column on the the fourth uh, it says private chat. How Click is on. how 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 is that? I, I'm not even connecting the dots. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even connecting the dots here, bro. <laughs> I don't know, dude. You, you know, it, it, it boils. Here's the thing, man. This is what it boils down to, and we'll get to uh, the super chats in a minute. People. Um, you know, you, you have the internet wrestling community, man. And, and of course, we have people here in the SK Nation, especially people on the Legion of Raw and the chat that are incredibly supportive of the show and just, you know, they, we have a good time every week. But you you also have people who are just miserable human beings we, we, trying we, to we, find we, something bad. We, we have to that. stop for a minute. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, Hold go on. Ahead. Go ahead, man. I'm telling he you. is no longer... Mia Yim. Yeah. That is not her name. Yeah. What is her name, Chris? Mi Chen. Okay, what does that sound like, bro? <laughs> like, really, bro? What does that sound? Was I calling her that when she was Mia Yim? No, I was not. But what is the new name, Chris, again? What is it's it? Mi Chen. Mi Chen. What does that sound like, bro? <laughs> what does that sound what like? you said last week. It sounds like Oh, my God. These people got to get a life, people man. Get a freaking life. It's miserable, miserable people do miserable things. Get a life, people. That's what it boils down to. Miserable people do miserable oh. things. I found out about that. Riju told me about that a couple of days. Get a freaking life, like, bro! Like, like, like that thought even crossed my freaking mind. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I, I heard I got heat for it too. And I'm like, wait a minute, she's Please, black, bro. and I'm black. Give me, give me a freaking break! What a what a joke! That that that's a no joke. Sense with with all due respect, man. That that, that yeah. see that that's the problem, bro. That's why I don't apologize 
Because when you give in to idiots like that, that's how they get control. And that's exactly what they want. Bro, they will keep bringing up these things until they get an apology. Because to them, an apology is a victory and a victory is control. And And if you don't smarten up to that, bro, I can't help you, man. And that's the thing, Vince. Miserable people will never be satisfied with an apology. I mean, you can apologize for, and the thing is if someone's miserable or someone just um, really, or, or just a critic of you, because typically it stems from jealousy, you'll apologize for the thing that they don't like. And then that is a thing that someone who really respects you likes about you the most. So like, for, for instance, like, I'm a really chill, relaxed dude. You and I, we talk a lot, you know, uh, off air, really chill dude. A lot of people, you know, thoroughly enjoy my podcast style, just being like the straight shooter and and just, you know, just being the journalist, a real talkative type, you know, as far as just conversational type. Bill Apter loves it. I mean, you know, it's like if there's anybody's endorsement that I want to be Bill Apter because he endorsed me all the time. But there's some people in the comments who's like, yeah, man, he's just like, you know, he's just boring or whatever. And it's like, if I appease those people, that means that I'm not appeasing people who respect that quality of me. And so, exactly. like, yeah. that's what you have to understand. Like, when people are supporting and endorsing, you, I tell this to my clients all the time, Vince. When people are supporting and endorsing, there's certain things about you that they like that other people don't like. But even if you appease those other people and stop doing whatever that thing is, they'll try to find something else about you to start criticizing because there's a lot of you that they want. It's called. It's actually called um, <clears throat> reaction formation is what it's called. It's, it, it's a psychological phenomenon. And a lot of times people who are like that, they are jealous of qualities in somebody, so they'll start talking about that because they are dealing with that internally. So, yeah, it happens all the time, man. So you, you so really I, just have to I, I just, I just got to ask you, bro. So you're telling me that came from the people we work for? Uh, well, no, it came. It, we were told that based on comments from uh other people like okay well yeah we'll, we'll fix that re- we'll fix that real quick bro just so i don't screw up anymore guys i from g- going forward i will never ever ever talk about that talent again yeah she, the, the, the person can become the women's champion and i will never speak about how, how's that sound we we good we on the same page, everybody. Uh, beautiful people will find, like I said, like I'm saying beautiful, again, bro. again, Vince. Beautiful. People will find something else to complain Jeez. about. So that's people got to stop, bro. People <laughs> freaking got to stop. I, I, I can't get what's her name's name right. Chelsea Handler, Chelsea, Chelsea Green, <laughs> Chelsea Green, Chelsea Green, the other one uh, with the with the wings. Candice Candice LeRae Really, bro? Really? <laughs> Well, one thing we don't want you to ever stop, and those are super chats. Awesome sauce with a $5 super chat, bro. You know, Vince, I heard you saying Neve Campbell had a limited career outside Scream. Ever heard of Party of Five? Her resume is leagues above our cat. I disagree with you, Awesome Sauce, because B 
being a television star doesn't mean you're bank in the movies, bro. It's mm-hmm. it's two completely different things. So, yes, I know she was in a popular television show, bro, but that that doesn't necessarily equate to being a movie star. I mean, would you would you consider Jennifer Aniston Jennifer Aniston a great movie star? No, she was a great TV, a star. TV star. She's yeah. done okay movies, but she's absolutely never been box office. So I think what's that- uh what Aniston movies were she was she known? Oh, like horrible bosses she was in. Um yeah, there's there's nothing that really stands out. Interesting. Joseph Gonzalez 499 Super Chat Bro. Why was Bianca in that match? Why was she breaking up counts? Her preventing anyone from trying to challenge her goes against her character. Joseph, I I, I felt the same thing. I absolutely felt the same thing uh, that, that you felt. When she was going out of a way to break up counts, I felt what you felt. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Lou, Lou, she was in that uh, classic leprechaun. Oh, leprechaun. Okay, got you. you. Mm -hmm. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this opportunity to apologize to absolutely nobody (laughs) from McGregor Russo. Good stuff. Thank you. Thank you, Luke. Thank you. Thank you, Luke. Um, what else we got here? We're getting we got- Gen- we're getting uh, Jennifer Aniston's uh, resume now. Oh, very nice, Bruce Almighty, <laughs> the Bounty Hunter. Oh, yes, Bruce Almighty, yes. I did like Bruce Almighty. I did like yeah. Bruce Almighty. Yeah. Evan Almighty, not not as much as Bruce Almighty, but I really like Bruce Almighty. Um, we got Andrew Cool two dollars super chat boo <laughs> predictions. Sammy KO Usos main event WrestleMania main event night one. Um, also, he's predicting the tag team title match being the main event for night one. What do you think? Uh, who are they wrestling? Uh, it'll probably be Sammy and Owens versus the Usos for the for the championship. Uh, I don't know. That's not a main event to me, but I I wouldn't put that the main event. <laughs> I mean, it's it's going to happen, and I'm, and I'm fine with that. Um, but at the same time, uh, someone said, "Why am I laughing, Rollin? Well, I can't even see the private chat. So, yeah, that's funny. People people was uh, in suspense, wanting to see the private chat. Dun, dun, dun. Joke, bro. Uh, let's see. One of the super chats we got, um, and Finkel. I thought I thought I saw another one. Someone. Uh, thank you for all the encouragement, by the way. Um, uh, <clears throat> on the on the chat, I appreciate that, guys. Uh, someone says I still look in my twenties. Thank you very much. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of. Oh, here we go. Mike, one dollar super chat just because. Just because. I don't. I've got nothing to say. I just want to give money because I love the show. Thank you, Mike. Thank you very much. Very, very much. Um, is that it? You see any more super chats? Okay, I think that's I don't all. Think so. Okay, cool. I mean, hey, look, if y'all just want to do super chats and your QA, <laughs> I would much rather prefer that than this raw show, to be honest with you. If y'all just want to super chat it up and we just talk about 
uh, our personal lives and questions about the Super Bowl and whatever. Just super chat it up. We'll talk about it and much more uh, intriguing than what we had today. <clears throat> so Becky Lynch uh, cuts an in-ring promo, gets interrupted by Bailey, then uh, Bianca Belair. Adam Pierce comes and books the main event. Uh, stipulation match with uh, uh, EC with uh, Elimination Chamber implications. So, Vince, what was your thoughts of this starting match? Uh, Becky comes out with Adam Pierce. Bailey comes out because of that. And then after that, uh, Bianca comes out. And for some odd reason, she or she her her mentality was i don't want either one of you to be in the elimination chamber let's figure that out today what what did you get confused in this segment just well like there were a couple of things i mean first of all the meat of the promo was was ridiculous yeah. i did this and you did that and i did this and i won five years ago and then i won this that that was absolutely ridiculous ridiculous so the 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 writers whoever put that together that was absolutely horrible yeah well i gotta tell you something that's really starting to get on my nerves okay now i i, I gotta ask you a question now i gotta ask you a question now so let me get this straight if i point out or pick on somebody who's white <laughs> Does that mean I don't like white people <laughs> or, or I, I have to like white people because I'm white? Like, explain this to me because before I rip Adam Pierce. So I'm about to criticize Aaron Pierce, who's a white dude. So I don't like white people now. Oh, true story. Um, a Is that how this works? Shout out, okay, shout out to a promoter friend for a very high um, uh, promotion. I did. I, I got heat. Because I have a promoter friend who's a PR guy for a big promotion, a big name promotion. I got heat because you talked about Adam Page a couple of years ago. Um, Pierce, I'm going to talk about him again. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The words, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, the words expressed by Vince Russo. Yes. Does not necessarily. Uh, listen, Dr. I, I'm not, I do not. Listen, I've heard uh, Adam Pierce. <laughs> is a great guy. I've heard he's a great guy. He's everybody is very, very happy for him. I'm not talking about the guy. I'm talking about the, uh, I'm talking about the um, presentation on television. That's what indeed, I'm doing. Indeed. Just like uh, we're talking about every week on presentation. Yeah, on this about. is nothing I'm personal. I'm not talking here. about Adam Pierce. Yes. I would, I, if, if I, let, let me put it to you this way, guys. If I was producing Adam Pierce, this is what I would tell him. Does yeah. that help you? Yes, indeed. Does, yes, does indeed. that help anybody? Yes. Yes, or do you remember a man by the name of Jack Tunney? I see. I, I go all the way back to Jack. President Jack Tunney. Absolutely. Bro, P Pierce is he, he? He's 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 way overselling. Like he he's he's you didn't got, like Tony you didn't like Tony selling Tony never oversold okay nothing, yeah he was bro. he was a, he was, he was, he was funny straight, bro yeah yeah, Boom, yeah, yeah. He was you remember uh, remember Lynn Thickpen on uh, Carmen San Diego when she would be in the uh, control center you ever watch World of Worlds Carmen show. San Diego so so SK Nation let me know if y'all remember uh, Carmen San Diego so Lynn Thickpen she reminded me so much of President Jack Tunney. 
because she was like the like the one the person in the control center just really just straight shooter type of guy uh, type of gal not really animated just boom in your face so yeah. yeah, no, he he's just bro. He's he's way overselling. So and it looks cartoonish, yeah. bro. I always go back to if this were real. That's what I and that's I can't tell you how many times I said that to talent. Mm-hmm. Would you do that if this were real? Oh uh, no, I wouldn't do that. Then don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah. It's got nothing to do with Adam <laughs> Pierce. I'm just telling you, as a television viewer, mm-hmm. the the facials and the mannerisms are way too over the top for me yeah yeah i think that's fair uh, i think that's fair i mean again i was a big fan of uh of tunny and Tunney never it, never yeah. sold anything <laughs> yeah. bro it was all business but yeah bro i mean this you know they're they're they're, they're trying to make a main event yeah. okay they can't make bailey and becky again mm-hmm. they obviously can't do that again they're in brooklyn so you want to have a you know you want to have yeah. a strong main event so they have to try to make sense out of this match which was very 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 difficult to do yeah vince where do you think this goes wrestlemania wise as far as you know becky being out of wrestlemania bailey uh being out of wrestlemania um and as far as you know title wise do you you know i suggested the idea of the six man or the six woman match at wrestlemania do you think the wwe would you know could be going there as far as just the six woman match I do. with uh bailey and damage control against lita becky and maybe a trish or something like that i i do bailey will probably come back and blame you know becky for not for her losing a shot at the elimination yeah. chamber yeah i i can definitely see that happening yes. yeah and i don't I, you know the, here's the thing vince I'm okay with matches like that for WrestleMania, uh, you know, just attraction matches. Because if you think about it from a, uh, we got a spammer going, Bill locked, deleted, yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, just as far as like people, um, just an attraction match. If you think about it from a wrestler's perspective, you you're given like. You're given an opportunity. You're in the back, and someone's like, "Okay, well, we want you as a part of a woman's battle royal at WrestleMania." And you're like, oh, "Okay, cool. You know, I get to get some new gear. Sure, I got a WrestleMania spot. Okay." Or they're like, "Hey, so we've got we've we've got an idea. How about we get you Bailey with Damage Control with Eo Sky and Dakota Kai, and we're thinking that." We're thinking bait will we'll culminate this at WrestleMania with a six-person match, six-woman match with Bailey, uh, with uh, Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish. If you think about it from a wrestler standpoint, they're like, uh, "Yeah, no, I mean, I'd much rather pick that." So I'm I'm cool with this, man. If they do this, if they do a six-woman tag match, you know, bring two legends back. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think I'm fine with that. So, yeah, I don't. Have, I, I'm fine with that. Indeed. Uh, we have uh, awesome sauce, five dollar super chat, bro. I was damage control, not buried after getting beat down by a fifty year old in mom jeans. <laughs> I guess they were talking about Lita from uh from, from last week. So, uh, what are your thoughts on that? 
Bro, d- 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 I, I, I can't talk about uh, – well, yeah, I can. Uh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, She's damage, not off limits. Bro, dar- damage control was buried their first night they came yeah, to Yeah, they were. Like, yeah. Let, let, let's, yeah. Let's, let's, let's stop. Like, SummerSlam. Yeah, yep. I agree. Uh, young Reckless 499 Super Chat. Bro. Uh, Russo, do you think they should have did Money in the Bank before the chamber while Cody beats Roman for WWE belts? Uh, then Seth or Sammy cash it in on him to win the other belts. I got to follow this now. So, so money in the bank is uh, July. So Cody beats so, Roman. Mm-hmm. So his proposal is to for money in the bank before be before the chamber match, like. I guess replace the February pay-per-view for Money in the Bank. Yeah, but I still don't understand. So Cody beats Roman for the WWE belt. Who's so I guess got the WrestleMania. Who's got the other belt then? He still has it. So I guess the winner of the Money in the Bank decides to cash it in. I guess. Oh, so so Roman loses twice. I guess. I guess and so. Absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely, and especially not to Seth or Sammy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we got Lou for a uh, super chat. Did you see UFC 284? I haven't seen it yet. I, I was thinking about uh, uh, checking that out uh, sooner than later. What's see, now, if I, if I saw Volkanovsky, mm-hmm. I would refer to him as Volkswagen, but then I wouldn't like Polish people. Yes, you would get heat for, for Polish people. <laughs> <laughs> You would get heat for <laughs> calling him Volkswagen. Bro, how stupid are people? People are getting dumber and dumber yeah, and stupider man. and stupider. It's man. All right, let's get back on with this show. Yeah. Judgment Day against uh, Street. What 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 a waste of my time. Yeah. You know, we, we did the Edge Beth Phoenix thing. That bro, he th- this was bad. Hello, special <laughs> shout out to Young Records. Big Bull. I'm a big I'm a big Bulls fan too, Young Rick. Bro, this was this was bad. Rhea Ripley hits Beth Phoenix from behind with a forearm. Yeah, and Beth Phoenix is out yeah. with from a forearm. Yeah. The, the glamazon. Yeah, that was that was that was weak, bro. They yeah. they 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 have to come up with something better than that. Yeah, and here's my thing, Vince. I wanted to ask you about this as far as like what would you have done with montez ford because last week he has some really really good momentum winning a singles match you know a lot of talk was okay hey you know this is kind of like a breakout uh you know night for him as far as a singles competitor he's in the u.s championship match you know at elimination chamber and then you put him back into a tag match the week after and he's basically forgettable the next week chris if this were real Mm. You mean to tell me if this were real, there wouldn't have been just a pinch of jealousy, bro, on Dawkins' part? I was thinking just about that, a, too, yeah. Just a yeah. – see, yeah. that's where they miss the boat, Chris, and that's yeah. where I get back to writing. Yeah, You don't know how to write because if I put myself in Dawkins', in Dawkins's boots mm-hmm. – there's a little bit of jealousy, and maybe I'm playing it off as a joke, but the yeah. reason why I'm saying anything at all is because something is there. When you go right over that, 
you 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 really miss an entire yeah. avenue that you can go down. You know what's going to happen, Chris? What's Three that? months from now, Dawkins is going to turn on him for no reason whatsoever. <sighs> see, I, I don't want that, man. I, I don't want to see that because here's here's my issue with that, Vince. And I talked about this on uh, my Pancakes and Power Slam show last uh, Tuesday, and uh, I'll talk about it more uh, this coming Tuesday night, 11.40 p.m. Eastern time, by the way. And I talked about this last week. I do not want to see Angelo Dawkins turn and just do the, you know, okay, I'm about to get, I'm I'm about to get a heat, Vance. Here we go. So I call it the, I call it the Janetti treatment. Okay. And I don't have, you know, I might have heat with now Marty Janetti, but I, I wasn't the one who booked Marty Janetti. I, I always liked Marty Janetti, but I call it the Janetti treatment. And the Janetti treatment basically is this. Once you have what I've coined the barbershop turn, right? So typically you have the Baby face turn and uh, turn on the heel when there's a, a sab. I mean, there are two baby faces turn on each other when they're established tag team, and then you have one person, you know, go higher, and then you have another person after the barbershop turn get what I call the genetic treatment. That means that they usually get like mid card baby face status, doesn't really go further up, you know what I mean? And so, unfortunately, I think that's. Dawkins is going to get the Janetti treatment if Montez Ford's turn heel. But if he turns heel, I still think it could happen. Unfortunately, I mean, here's the thing. And this is what I said last week on Pancakes and Power Slams. There's certain people, Vince, who are cut to be tag team wrestlers. And that's okay. That, that, that's okay. Not everybody's cut to be a singles wrestler. It's okay to be cut to be a tag team wrestler. For me, I think that Angelo Dawkins is cut to be a tag team wrestler and he'll flounder in singles. I mean, that's just how I feel about it. What do you think? Well, I I mean, you know, again, Chris, you can, you know, you can, you can make somebody a star, Mm. but you, you know, again, he's, he's got to have the proper material. And I mean, would they be, would, would they be able to get both of them over? Bro, they're going to have a hard time getting one of them over. Yeah. So pro- probably not, bro. Probably. Yeah. But this yeah. was the opportunity to do it. Yeah. I mean, there's no question about it. He he kind of makes a joke about it, but you know subliminally he's bringing it up because it's really bothering him. That's how you create something, bro. That's where stories come from. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if Angelo has the charisma. And, and the thing, I like Angelo Dawkins. I like him a lot. But there's just certain people who just doesn't have that it factor to be a single star. And again, I think it's fine if you're cut to be a tag team star. That's fine. You know, what I mean, then, Chris, you, you could you could see he, 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 here's a string of events, bro, that you got to be a writer. I'm, I'm sorry. You can't be a wrestler to see this. Hmm. So now you have, you know, um, the one guy goes in, Ford goes in, Dawkins loses. Mm-hmm. So now he makes that comment in passing and he's laughing it off. You don't think MVP ain't seeing this? Mm-hmm. Then all you need, bro, it's Bobby Heenan and Andre the Giant. Yeah, yeah. That's all you need. Hey, man, I saw what you said last week. Yeah. I know you weren't kidding. 
Yeah. May net net now you've you've got yeah. something, but no, bro, they're gonna keep going them out, putting them out there as a tag team, and nobody's gonna care about them, and that's mm-hmm. how they miss opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I talked about this on my show a couple of weeks ago as far as just, uh, you know, uh, Montez Ford and or Angelo Dawkins joining the Hurt Business. Uh, to me, that would be a better, a much better sell than Cedric Alexander or Sheldon Benjamin again. I mean, I just, again, I I we, we, we saw the we saw Cedric Alexander talking to MVP in the back on Raw, and this is what I thought, Vince, when I saw that. I thought about, I remember I gave you the uh, downtown Timmy Brown last week, right? Yeah. That's like me firing or one of my one of my execs firing downtown Jimmy Brown, uh, Timmy Brown, and then calling him and telling him what he needs to do to get the job back. I mean, like if I fire you, I fire you for a reason. Why am I continuing to waste my time for you to get the job back? It just doesn't make sense to me in that yeah. regard. Uh, Mike D- uh, Dowling again, one dollar super chat. Just, just coming in and saying, you know what? I ain't got anything to say. I just love the the show so much that I'm gonna just put some money on the table. Thank you, man. Once again, let's get to this uh, uh, Lashley and Lesnar contract segment. What you? What you? Before think about we get to that, bro, great press with uh, Mahomes in that belt. I mean, oh, my yeah, God, yeah, yeah. you can't you yeah. can't put a yeah. price tag on that. I mean, let's let's give credit where freaking credit is due, bro. Yeah. You cannot uh, put a price tag on that. Yeah. And, and before Brian, you get to that, let's uh, get to Rollins one nine nine super chat. Uh, late Jack telling WD. I don't think so. I heard, wasn't there some heat because uh, no one came to his funeral or something like that. Uh, Jack Tunney's funeral. I don't when know. He passed? Yeah. If I would have known that, I would have went. Yeah, there was some uh there was a lot of issues with that. I think he died in like what 95, 6 or 7, something like that. And um uh no one went to his funeral and I think uh his family gave WWE a lot of heat for that. So yeah, he's not in the Hall of Fame as far as I know. No. But yeah, what do you think about that segment? Uh contract signing. Yep. See again, bro, this this is what I have a problem with. This is what I always have a problem with again. So are we clear now that Lashley's the heel? I guess so. I don't think there's any guess to it anymore, bro. Like I don't. But is, but is he just a heel though? For the because the fans started chanting for Lesnar, which they, I mean, he was going he's to. Act, do he's that. bro. He's acting like it. He's he he's so he's acting, acting like, like the heel, heel because of like Lesnar is going to. Okay, yeah. Here's so, the problem I have with this. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem I have with. He died this. in 2004, by the way, Tony did. Yeah. Here's the problem I have with this. And again, bro, put yourself in the shoes of the wrestler. Okay, look at Bobby Lashley. Look at what he looks like, bro. Yeah. If the week before Brock Lesnar F5s him twice, yeah, Lashley is coming straight yeah. away at that ring. Yep. I'm sorry, guys. Guys, if, if this were real, if this were real and Brock Lesnar punked out Bobby Lashley in a bar in front of 10,000, there's 10,000 people at the bar. And Lashley punks out, I mean, Brock punks out Lashley. The next night, they're in the same bar, bro. 
What's what? What's a guy that looks like Lashley going to do? Well, according to the WWE, he's going to know that Brock Lesnar's in the bar. Oh man! And he's going to be like, "Ah, oh, no, no, no! I know that you want to. I know that you want to pick the beef. I'm right. outside. I'm going to let you come outside to me." That's Bro, think about think about think about the logic in this, let, let, guys. Let's just talk logic. Lashley's in his face last week. You know, I beat you A, I left you lying B, I eliminated you from the Royal Rumble C. Mm -hmm. Okay, right in his grill. Okay. The next week he needs 10 security guards. Yeah. Does does that make any sense to anybody? I'm not afraid of this is what they're saying, Chris. I'm not afraid of him week one. Yeah. But now that he F5 me, I'm afraid of him. Yeah. Oh, come on, guys. Like that's it, yeah. it doesn't make any sense, bro. Was was Joe Frazier? Well, who, who won the first Frazier Ali fight? Who won the first fight? Was did, did Frazier win it, the first fight? I think it was uh no, because Ali didn't lose in, for a while. Uh I think it was Ali and then the thriller Manila was uh Frazier, I think it was. My my, my point is Whoever won the whoever won the first fight, the guy who lost the fight wasn't afraid of him. They had a rematch. Yeah. He wasn't afraid of him because he beat me. He wanted to face him again. Yeah. So so now Lashley needs ten security jabronis because he got it. It doesn't make any sense, guys. Come yeah, on, especially someone like Lashley, though. You know, yeah, what I, mean? I, like I, I think Frazier did win the first. No, uh, first yeah, it was the first. Up. He was a first in, in the garden. Frazier yeah, yeah. won the first one, it was right? His in the first, garden. That, yeah, that was uh, yeah. Ali's first loss. Yeah, was Ali afraid of smoking Joe after after that? Like, it, it doesn't make any yeah. sense, guys. He beat him. Uh, he beat him uh, back, and so like he lost in seventy one, and he beat he beat Fraser in seventy four. Yeah. So, yeah, they both were in the Gatton. So, uh, yeah, that was his. Because I know that he lost like three late. Because I, I that was his first. Fraser was his first loss, I believe. Yeah, I think because so. he was like thirty fights or without a loss or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fraser was his first loss in seventy one, and then he uh, beats. He beat Fraser in 74. So lost to Ken Norton. That was actually a big surprise. And then lost three of his last four Ken fights. Ken was a good fighter. <laughs> he was. He lost three of his last four fights, which uh, as an Ali fan, I was not happy about. Yeah. Um, we'll get to the Super Chat. But to your point, Vince, of, of the security guards, when I saw the security guards come out, I thought that Lassie was going to attack uh, Lesnar uh, from behind. I thought that they were all setting that up just to get Lesnar distracted and then to have Lashley do what Lesnar has been doing. That would have made sense to me, but you actually had Lesnar Lashley come out and have his own table. And I'm like, why does this make sense? If you just got F five twice a week. And I want to explain, here's a beautiful point in the chat room. RM. Okay, RM, what RM is saying is he is the heel. He was just trying to prevent prevent fighting before the actual match, which is a heel thing to do. You are exactly right, RM. And this is 2023, and that is your absolute disconnect with the casual fan. 
Yeah. That, that that is why there are under two million people watching mm-hmm. Raw because they're looking at Bobby Lashley and they're saying this guy would run from nobody. Yeah. So the fact that he's playing a heel in wrestling is what makes it fake and phony and turns the casual wrestling fan off. Yeah. Thank you. That's that one. Yeah, and I and I don't like the fact that they're they're just. One thing I did like about the Attitude Era was basically a character was a character and the character basically controlled the pulse of the fans, not the fans really controlled the pulse of the character and just a bunch of flip flopping like, okay, well, we got this bigger baby face here, so we're just going to turn this person heel now and then this person's kind of not doing anything, so we're just going to make a baby face and then turn them heel again. All these flip flopping turns it doesn't help solidify a character whatsoever because like, no be, because nobody's true to their character correct that yeah. is why bro no Rhea ripley's not true was not true to Rhea ripley oscar is not true to oscar uh, right. uh, nikki cross is not true to they're not true to their character chris featherstone does not walk around this planet and change week to week to week to week and when you know chris you're going to know how, what Chris is thinking. You're going to know how Chris is going to react. You're going to know what Chris is going to do. He doesn't change week to – can you imagine if Chris Featherstone changed – he drive his wife crazy. Can you imagine if every week a different person walked in the house? That's why these characters are not getting over, bro. Yeah. They're not true to themselves. Yeah. Good point there. And in, in keeping true to myself. Oh, keep it true to yourself. Let's, let's, let's keeping true to myself. Come on, Vince. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right here, bro. And I don't right. care who writes in. Here we go. Who did Piper Nevin face again? <laughs> she she uh faced Mia Yim. No, AKA that's Mee not Chen. her name anymore. Yeah. What is well, her it's name? It's still now? Mia Yim, but they call her nicknames Mi Chin. Okay. I now am going to refer to her as my chin because <laughs> me what's what what's the name again? Me chin. Me that chin. is horrible, bro. Mm. That is a horrible name. You're not gonna have oh bro, the WWE women's champion, me chin. No, bro, it's a horrible name there are a million horrible names on this roster book book powell is a horrible name there's a million of them that is a horrible name and you know what bro that's nothing against the individual bro somebody's giving her this name but she's got to say that's a horrible name because if you don't know what that name means you got to keep telling me a million times chris i know it means something I already forgot. What does it mean? Yeah, I forgot too. I remember that uh, Carl Anderson backstage told her that, like, like, I think Carl Anderson was the person who was like, yeah, we'll just call you Me-Chan. It's Japanese Do you remember? What the, do you remember? Yeah, I, I, don't I don't remember, remember <laughs> what that means. So now, think about this, know. guys. Me and Chris have forgotten what it means. So now you're calling her Me-Chan, and we're saying, wait a minute, what, 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 what does that mean? Yeah. Are we not saying what does that mean? That is a horrible name, bro. I'm sorry. Crazy. That's what it means. It's crazy for crazy. Yeah. Well, she didn't look too crazy against Piper Niven. 
True. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, this this was kind of quick and to the point. It didn't look like a crazy person. To and me. I would, I, I actually would be more intrigued if Meechin came out and did play kind of like a loony, like crazy character. I'd be Chris, much more intrigued. That's the point. They're calling her crazy, and she's, yeah, not, she's crazy. not crazy. Do you, yeah. do you understand? <laughs> that's like calling me young. Yeah. Hey, Vince, you're, you're young, bro, but you're going to go out there and you're going to be a 62-year-old. Okay. That's you can't call someone crazy if they're not crazy, bro. Yes, yes. I wonder what uh, what's, what is uh, Korean for calm mean? Oh, my God. <laughs> These people, they got to stop with this stuff, bro. Come on. Yes, Stone Cold was Stone Cold, Chris. Yes, indeed. He was, he was always Stone Cold, stone cold bro. Yes, you, yeah. you know. Yeah. Oh. Okay, um so, so so calm in korean uh is uh chimchakan chimchakan vince so 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 yes i would call her <laughs> you call her shaka khan yeah. i'd call her heat for that man so i'd get heat for a shaka khan <laughs> i like uh i like piper nevin i do like her um, I, I'm glad this was quick. You know, this this was quick. Yeah, I like Piper too. I, I like her too. Um, I hope that they do a better job with really kind of reestablishing her character because they've when she was do job, you know, she was with Eva Marie and then she became do drop, and it was just again, Chris. We went from do drop with Eva Marie to Piper Nevin. Oh no, no, okay, yeah, that, that's yeah. what I'm talking no about. For the, that, that's yeah. how this whole show is. That's yeah. how the whole show is, bro. Indeed. Let's go back to Cliffside, 499 Super Chat. I watched the Raw after Survivor oh, Series 98 earlier yeah. today and saw tonight's Raw. The crowds were night and day. No bro, I, I review the Attitude Era every two weeks on uh, Russo'sBrand.com, bro. Everybody's got a song. Like, it's 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 night and day, bro. Like, it's – and again, you can, you can say it's a different time. I don't know what that means. You know, when, 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 you know yeah. Kansas City Chief fans last night were acting the same way when they won the Super Bowl how many years ago? Like, I don't know. I, I don't know how it being a different time matters. To your point, Vince, uh, you know, I'm a Buckeye, big, huge Ohio State fan. We won the 2014 National Championship. And I reacted the exact same way as we winning twelve years prior. I don't. I don't. I don't. So, yeah. I don't understand, bro. Yes, indeed. Uh, let's see here. All right, so let's go to the next one here. We got Baron Corbin cutting a backstage interview. This gets interrupted by Sami Zayn. Let me point out something to somebody in this chat. Yeah. Jimmy so. Campbell character, okay? Stone Cold playing the guitar and singing of Vincent Kennedy wasn't very Stone Cold. Yeah, Jimmy, well, guess what? I didn't write that, bro. Yeah, that was in 2001. And, so, yeah. and, and I wouldn't have written that, bro. Yeah. And we saw what happened at Stone Cold when Russo Ferraro left, and he had to leave because the writing was so miserable. Yeah. He actually said that he didn't like the turn. He said that in plenty that was, of interviews that he didn't like I would have turn. never, ever, ever, ever done that. All right, go ahead, bro. We're all in the show. Indeed, indeed. Um, okay, so, um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, and even with that Austin thing, I thought it was I thought it was still true to his character, though. I think he was, he was trying to – it was funny, and him and Angle were trying to win the – 
uh, the favor of Vince, but he was still Austin. He was still, you know, nonsense. He would come out there and beat up the Alliance. And so, I mean, it wasn't like completely off from Austin either. So yeah. I, I don't think that was a fair enough comparison to say that. Uh, now we have who? Uh, we have uh, Nikki Craw. Oh, Baron Corbin cuts a backstage interview, but it gets interrupted by Sami Zayn coming out to the ring from the audience and cutting out Cody, calling out Cody Rhodes. So what do you think about this? I got to say this at this point. Guys, at this point, after this segment, we're about halfway in. And my exact comment was, the WWE is on a roll. There's another hour and a half left in this show. Mm. And I'm going to explain this to everybody in the room. Now, I want to make one thing perfectly clear. You saw this show last week when Chris and I explained how they went right over uh, the um, Sami Zayn-Roman Reigns match at Elimination Chamber. Yep. Guys, this was an adjustment because of that. Hmm. I promise you, this segment was not written before last week's show. Hmm. We stated the obvious last week saying there is no sense in even having the Sami Zayn match because uh, Cody made it clear what I'm going right. This was an adjustment, but my what I wrote here, Chris, what does this say on the bottom row here? What does that say? Uh, good, much needed adjustment. Very good, much needed. Very good. They needed to make that adjustment, even to put the the tiniest shred in your mind that Sammy could beat. So I give them credit for this. I know this wasn't written two months ago. I know after last week's show, you know, there were probably other people saying, what, what is the point? So they created a very, very, very good segment from this. See, bro, to me, when, when when I criticized Adam Pierce at the beginning, okay, when I criticized his goofy looks, bro, okay, look at Cody Rhodes when Cody cuts a promo. Oh, yeah. He's, Cody oh. is real, bro. Mm -hmm. Cody is real. I believe that. And not only that, I don't watch SmackDown, but I 1,000% believe Sami Zayn here. Mm -hmm. I believed both of these characters, bro. It wasn't over the top. There wasn't goofy facial expressions. There was real raw emotion, bro. Mm -hmm. So this to me, bro, was an excellent, excellent, excellent promo on both parts. Uh, something the WWE needed to do, and they did it. And they made the adjustment, and I give them all the credit for the work. And like I said, bro, when this ended, I'm like, okay, guys, we're halfway through. You, 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 you're keeping the momentum going. What do we got in the last hour and a half? And, Chris, here's the problem. I got to tell you guys this, man. The reason they're dying off the second half of the show, bro, is Chris because there's no thread. Hmm. There's no beginning, middle, and end. That beginning, middle, and end should be the same story. Whatever yeah. the main event is, the show should start with, and it did here, and it ended with that match, and there was nothing in the middle. Yeah, Nothing happened whatsoever in the middle. Guys, 
if they had that hook, they would not die the last hour and a half. The last hour, that's what they're missing, Chris, to tie it all together. Yeah. I'm glad that they tied in the loose ends or at least tried to tie in the loose ends. Uh, and it definitely seemed like it was an adjustment, you know, from because, you know, uh, what we were saying here, here's my, here's my issue with the Sami Zayn thing right now. Cause you know, you and I, you know, we, we, we've went back and forth at odds with, you know, Sami Zayn. I've been defending Sami Zayn for a number of weeks here, here's my criticism with Sami Zayn right now. I think you just had something so organic. Fans were chanting Sammy, Sammy, Sammy. You did the turn. You know, he hits Roman Reigns with the chair. And then you come back out in the hood. I like it. It's different. It's kind of like a vigilante type of rebel type of thing. I like it. It reminds me a lot of AJ Styles and TNA when he kind of went gone you know, Sting when he, you know, was like the only thing's for sure is nothing for sure that led into, you know, the Crow stuff. I like the kind of aloof type of dark character, but the problem is AJ didn't do a lot of talking when he went to, you know, just kind of like the the, the lone wolf type of deal. Sting didn't do a, any talking for a year, and you're kind of doing that hoodie darker t- character with Sammy and he grabs a mic every single time we see him. It's like, no man, less is more when it comes to that stuff. Stop talking so much. I mean, like when it was uh Heyman on SmackDown, it was a whole segment of him and Heyman talking uh, together. Leave us with something more, especially going into elimination chamber and just have us wonder, like, what are your really thoughts? Are you apprehensive that you did it? But now it's like, now we know everything. So let me let, let me be devil's advocate for a second, Chris, yeah, because I I think I think this is the difference. Okay, prior to Sammy wearing the sweatshirt and the hood and the turn, mm-hmm. bro, he was a goofy character. He was he was goofy. But fans hey, love him though. No, I I know that, but he was yeah. goofy. Yeah, AJ yeah, and Sting yeah. were never goofy. So I AJ I was in TNA. Yeah, there was there was some goof there was some goofiness. What, to there? AJ because what, what I was gonna say is I don't know if you can go from that goofy character to now this assassin. Sure, sure. You know, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that, yeah. that's that's the only that's the only thing that I'm saying. I mean, yeah. I definitely hear your point, and you know, but I, I just think he was so comedic. Sure, sure, yeah. That makes sense. I mean, that that makes sense. I do think for Sammy, though, to your point, though, Vince, I think it makes it even stronger if he still kind of gives us the less is more feel, you know, leading into Elimination Chamber. Now, if you know, if you want to, I like Sammy's promos. If you want to grab the mic after Elimination Chamber, that's fine. You know, if you lose against Roman Reigns, grab the mic, get back to Sammy, old Sammy, whatever you want to do. But I think it brings more of that main event feel to him because he doesn't look like a viable. I mean, you've said this a bunch of times. He doesn't look like a viable option. You know, it's just Sammy. And I think the more you act like Sammy, the more he doesn't look like a viable option to Roman Reigns. If he's yeah. if he's this assassin type of thing now, he, you know, he he attacked, you know, Roman Reigns from behind in a hoodie. I like that. I think. On, on SmackDown, 
allow Heyman to do all the talking. If I would have booked this, this is what I would have done. I would have had Heyman look at the crowd, pander to the crowd, get all the heat. He's in the corner. Heyman's in the corner cutting the promo. And then all of a sudden, you get Sami Zayn come in from the crowd again. And he, bam, he gets, he, he gives Heyman a halluva kick. You know what I mean? And he goes back out to the crowd. Stuff like that is going to cause more of like the intrigue. Like, let's wait until next week type of deal. I think that's what you do. And then if you want to have him grab a mic, this coming Friday, he's in his hometown. Friday and Saturday, he's in, he's in Montreal. So if you wanted to do some type of tell-all segment with just Sami Zayn, give us more, through a, again, cliffhangers, Vince. Give us yeah. more cliffhangers. Don't give us all of the answers on one week's show. <laughs> Give yeah. us more, man. That's that's what I that's that's what that's what episodic television is all about, man. Giving us more, leaving us yep. more. So yep. uh next we have uh Corbin, and then we uh goes back into uh <laughs> this leads into oh we, we forgot about the Nikki Cross, Carmella Oscar, Candace Array uh deal. So why is Nikki Cross laughing at um uh, Candace Array when he, when she sees her and like e, 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 like even that bro like this is what I'm talking about and this is not Candace LaRue's fault she's being produced mm-hmm. think about this in real life bro bro think about you got to think about this guys if if you are a professional wrestler you would have to assume there's got to be some toughness to this person you got to be pretty tough, yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. okay. You got to assume that. So she confronts Nikki Cross about why are you stalking to me? And Nikki Cross laughs at her. And then we get Nikki Cross walks off and we get the LaRue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, bro. That, that's yeah. not, that's not what would happen. What would happen is Nikki Cross would laugh, go to walk away, and LaRue would go behind her and grab her about around the neck. Either you tell me what's so mm. funny or I'll beat it. That's what would happen. Not. Yeah. Will you stop with this cornball BS, bro? Yeah. It's horrible, guys. Who's producing this show? Yeah, to your to your point, Vince. Do you think I was going to ask you that? Do you think that when they run over these segments before the show starts, do you think that who's ever producing that segment is is telling Candice LeRae specifically to make that character yes. or to appear a certain way? Yes, and, yes. And, that's and, okay. And, so and, why and, then? And bro, I use listen, bro. If if I was wrong, you know what I you know what talent would say to me if I was wrong, Vince. That's not what I would do. That's that's what that's what they and I'd say, what would you do? This is what I would do. I'd say, do that. Mm -hmm. That that's how it worked. But if I'm producing this and I'm seeing this this finished product, Mm -hmm. I'm like, that sucks, bro. Mm -hmm. No, that's that's not what you would do. Yeah. You 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 want an answer from her. You're not gonna let her walk away. You didn't get your answer. You want an answer. So do you think that they can tie in this Nikki Cross stuff because she's loony and then Dexter Loomis is loony? Do you think we can get some type of uh yeah, some type of we're you know, gonna have uh, a yeah, I I I it's Cross just and Loomis. No, 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 against... no. We're gonna have a new group. 
A new group. Oh, uh, we're going to do be, another they're faction. They're going to be called Looney Tunes. The Looney Tunes. We're going to have okay. Dexter. Okay. We're going to have Dexter. Dexter. We're going to have Nikki. Nikki. We're going to have Crazy My Chin. <laughs> yes, and we're going to have Oscar. We're going to have Crazy Oscar. We're going to yes. put these four together in a faction. Okay. And they're going to be called the Looney Tunes. There you go. Looney Tunes. Less right. and less. More heat. <laughs> I I think that somehow this is going to tie in to maybe Loomis going with Nikki Cross because they're both just kind of oh, demented, and then Laray. People say I'm pronouncing uh, mispronouncing her name. Her name's Laray, but I'm mispronouncing it. So Larue, and and <laughs> according to this show. But Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano, maybe there's some type of mixed tag that we're building up to here. Wait. Like, what wait. is the what is the Nikki Cross involvement? <laughs> Bro, you tell me, and we'll both know. I have no. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out the relationship with her and Alexa Bliss. Uh, I still, I still, I know, still man. don't understand what happened know. there, bro. Speaking of Alexa Bliss, is she? Is is she? Where is she? Man, I don't know. I know. Is she I know on she... SmackDown? No, no. Where's Alexa Bliss? She lost. I mean, she lost at the Royal Rumble. She hasn't been there in the past couple of weeks, so I have no idea where she is nowadays. Right. Maybe she uh, took some time off for some reason. I'm not quite sure. Uh, next, we have the uh, the backstage. Wait a minute. So we have Corbin being interviewed, and then Cody Rhodes. Walks I, behind him. I like this. And and yeah, then I, I like getting this. talked about and attacks Corbin yeah. and he. After this he this this was still this was still within the first hour and a half. I liked. I mean, I I thought this was good. I I like this. I mean, bro. Obviously, they got to be going somewhere with Corbin. And, I mean, and that's the reason why I'm like, oh man. I have no you know. idea where. I could not predict where they're. I mean, bro, they have buried this guy so much. Oh, I don't know Lord. what he could possibly do to get out of the hole. I I, I don't know. I, I think I, they I, should I, turn on babyface, man. I think that you, if he's down on his luck again, I think they had an opportunity. See, what made me so upset about uh, Baron Corbin's segment was he did the cheesy heel heat again i'm like oh man we're doing this again as if it's gonna work this time it just I I, it just made you had an opportunity to reset his character yet again jbl goes away you have you it's a clean slate you know you have an opportunity to reset again so you're resetting him to say oh by the way the last person who beat roman reigns was me and I would have been the one main event in Russell. Like, do you really think that this is this is believable? Like, no, man. <clears throat> I think they should have made a bummy Corbin again. He's down on his luck, and then all of a sudden he gets that sympathy from the fans, and then he becomes a babyface in that way. Other than that, man, you're doing some another cheap yeah. heat type of game. Uh, I want I want to point something out to the people in the uh, chat room again. Yeah. Okay, because I'm going to use the same the, the same scenario I used before. I said, where is Alexa Bliss? Mm-hmm. Chris Aldridge said she's taking hiatus. 
Humble 85 said she took some time off. Okay, so let's assume I, I know they're doing the thing, Chris, where they're giving people like a month off or something like that. I understand mm-hmm. that. Okay, guys, I'm gonna give you the same scenario. Uh, you are you are uh you're watching this show every week, right, Chris? Raw is on every single week, right? Mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss is on the show every single week, right? Okay, bro. Let, 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 let's go Alexa off. Let's go to uh let's go to friends, Chris. Ross is on the show every week. David Schwimmer, Ross is on the show every week. Then all of a sudden for four weeks, Ross isn't on the show. Yeah. No, no, no mention of where Ross is. He's just not there. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about, guys. This is the crap that drives me crazy. Yeah. If she is going to take a hiatus for four weeks. There's got to be something in the storyline that happens, yeah. bro. Because yeah. what's going to happen, Chris, is she's going to come back in four weeks like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And the casual fan's going to say, wait a minute, where was she? The le- Oh, my God, guys. Come on, man. Yeah. Seriously. You, you <clears throat> can't write like this, man. Again, this isn't episodic television, Vince. This is just... Uh booking to please the marks a lot of times unfortunately all right let's run through the rest of here we have uh oscar carmela nikki cross defending Liv morgan raquel rodriguez and natalia uh this is a moment for i mean they they booked this to make oscar shine uh leading into the chamber match which uh, actually wasn't opposed to this and again i Um, do want to point this out though too again chris when they cut the promo in the back with Liv, natalia and uh here's who i have Liv slash Natalia slash who is the third party? Bro, I don't watch SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Raquel Rodriguez has been on Raw maybe twice. Maybe twice. You've got to tell me who this is, bro. Yeah. you got to tell me who this is. You can't assume I'm watching all your programs. Yeah, and speaking of that, um, if I'm – Bray, I, I watched uh, um, bits and pieces of SmackDown. Not all of it through. I skipped through a lot of it. Uh, SK Nation, was Bray Wyatt or Uncle Howdy on SmackDown? You had a Uncle Howdy appearance for Alexa Bliss. That would have made perfect sense of like somehow Uncle Howdy, Howdy would have allured Alexa Bliss into something. So, you know, some of this. Give me you know, something, yeah. bro. Yeah. But I think that they're I think they're cooling off on the Uncle Howdy stuff. Uh as far as our as far as it seems like. And I'm like, man, yikes. Uh no. Okay, no, no Uncle Howdy or Bray on uh SmackDown. Wow. Um backstage we get um uh the Alpha Academy and Maximum Male Models. Chris, <laughs> Chris, Chris <laughs> let, let me repeat myself. I don't watch SmackDown, bro. Indeed. How would I know anything about these maximum male models unless they tell me? You this wouldn't. is what I'm talking about, guys. When, when, when we wrote the show, we covered all these things, bro. Like, how am I? I don't know that woman's name. Yeah. I don't know if she's the manager. I don't know. I don't I don't know their names. I don't know anything about them, bro. So from, from a production standpoint, 
What would have been a a better like sort of they sort of done a package for them? What have been yes. a better yes to, you know, yes right. introduce them yeah, bro introduce, give yeah. me some vignettes where they're call, they're at least calling each other by name mm. bro they're not even mentioning their names how yeah. am i supposed to know who this is bro can you imagine we, can you imagine seinfeld uh, newman keeps popping in and we never we never know his name yeah, yeah, yeah. you ever watch um martin back in the day oh yeah of course that one bro man from the fifth yes. floor used to come out here. Yes. 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 <laughs> what you doing, bro, man? Nothing. Just chilling. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, and every time they're, oh, bro, man. He would say, I'm bro, man. And if he just popped up, I'm like, okay, who the heck is he? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bro, man from the fifth floor. Look at this. Kamar Bell just said, I saw on social media last week that Bray Wyatt had a dark match on SmackDown against oh, LA Knight. Unbelievable, uh, bro. Unreal. Unbelievable. Um, next we have uh, Bronson Reed uh, defeating Mustafa Ali. Um, Bro, can I, can I ask you? And, and th- listen, we, we all know my history with uh, with uh, Muhammad Ali. We all know my history. With- <laughs> oh, my. Listen, listen, bro. Let, let, let me, let me, he again, ladies let and gentlemen. Let me make one thing perfectly clear. Let me. This was not his fault. This is the agent of the match. Mm. The agent of the match. This is not Ali. I doubt that he's laying out his own matches. I don't think he's got that kind of stroke. Bro, uh, who's this guy? Bronson Reed. Who? Bronson Reed? Mm -hmm. Bro, Reed throws... Ali in the chest looked like it killed him. And I'm saying, bro, that had a hurt. Oh, yeah. Those chairs had not worked. He did not know how he was going to land. That had a hurt. Bro, they came back and he no sold it. it. How was that? How did he not get counted out after that? (laughs) You just killed. You just killed Willis Reed, bro. Yeah. You just yeah. kill Willis Reed. You you, yeah. you just kill the dude that a hundred and sixty pound guy yeah. would be able to come back after that. I think you know. I don't know what the, I don't know what the heck they're doing with Bronson, man. I like I, I keep I keep saying you know, I keep putting Bronson over from NXT because I really like them in NXT, and I it, I'm I, I'm interested that they. Uh, kudos to the commentary team with Bronson Reed this week because they did say that he had, you know, he was inspired by Bam Bam Bigelow, and I and I kept saying every week he always he reminds me of a modern day Bam Bam Bigelow, and I always saw the tie there, and I'm glad they tied those things together because he was inspired by that. I like that. I like that. But I'm interested to know why is he a heel? Why do I care? What are they doing with him? What who does he have beef with? If he's gonna is he gonna have beef with Ali every week? And why does Ali still have beef with Dolph Ziggler? And what are they gonna tie those lucids? Or is this leading into WrestleMania? Are we getting Mustafa Ali against bro, Dolph Ziggler at WrestleMania? Bro, ladies is, and gentlemen? Is there, like seriously, anybody in this room, including Chris, including myself. Chris, is there any show on television where you have all these questions <laughs> because you don't know what's going on? Like, is there any show out there like where you're like, well, why is he doing this? And why? Like, 
It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. It's unbelievable. And we listen, let's go. Let, let, let's go on to the. Let, let's continue with the crappy names, okay, bro? Okay. Yep. So Edge and Edge and Beth Phoenix are now the grit. The grit. They've been the grit couple. The grit. Been a grit. The yeah. grit. Yeah. They. You know why they got the. You know the. You know why they're the grit couple? Because they eat grits. Uh, I they hope like they grits. I like, they like grits. grits. Uh, they're the grit couple because when they were feuding against uh, the Miz and Maurice, so the Miz and Maurice is the it couple. Oh my! And when they had their match against uh, Miz and Maurice, they became the grit couple. Horrible, horrible, <laughs> horrible. And they just stuck. I mean, they, nothing, nothing. You know, no feud at, now, at all. Now, with Miz how and would Maurice. I have known that? Unless you told me, how would I have known that, bro? I guess they are expecting everybody to have memory from two or three years ago. I guess so, but for some odd reason, they want people to remember why they're the grit couple. <laughs> but for but but they just change names from and it's people expect people to just forget that, though. bro. I gotta can I pull somebody up here? Only you can, bro. Uh, they got a super chat. We got to go. Can I make an exception to the rule? Yes, please do. Pull up Lisa Osborne, bro, because okay. she she just popped me. All right. It is true, bro. We never know why Kenny always gets killed on South Park. Hey, yes, it is. Very good. <laughs> yes. Very nice. Unfortunately, Kenny's just a cartoon. So Yes. yes but very, is. very good point. All right, bro. Let's admit uh, Miz and Rollins. Yeah. What do you think about this whole segment? Oh, my God, bro. A couple of things. Bro, I I I am so sick and tired of the annoying singing, bro. Bro, that they did that three times yeah. during his in-ring. Three times. And Chris, here are my notes. Okay. First of all, I, 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 I'm so sick of these pandering promos. Then the crowd is doing three times. They're doing the singing. Bro, this is all for house shows. Oh, yeah. This is not TV, bro. You don't do this on TV because I'm watching the show and I'm like, okay, bro, this is the 10th person I've heard pandering to the crowd. And now, now this is the third time we're singing during this in-ring. Now, now it's freaking annoying, bro. This is house show stuff, bro. Not TV stuff, Chris. And that's why it's becoming more and more niche, uh, unfortunately. Uh, Joseph, 499 Super Chat. Bro, who is Ron's uh, Ron stylist? Why is he wearing Paddington Bell's boots? It's hard to take him seriously. How is this one of the Raw's top faces? I was like, what is up with these Super Mario stomp boots? Bro, you, guys, I'm going to tell you what this is because I, I, I've said it about him earlier and i said it about becky months months ago bro they're trying to pop the boys yeah i mean that that's what it is guys pop the boys means they're trying to get a laugh in the back yeah that's really what it is bro he 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 puts these boots on and everybody backstage is cracking up and they think it's great okay he's trying to pop the boys and you and i are watching saying well what, what 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 if this does turn into a fight yeah you're gonna be be able to fight with those i i mean it's, it's you know you know what it is vince it's like <clears throat> modern day wrestling is like 
an inside joke that like everybody else weren't invited in. You know absolutely. what I mean? Like, I mean, that's basically absolutely. What, that's basically bro. what it is. Every uh, yeah, single nobody's in, we're not in on yeah. the joke, bro. Yeah, we're not we're in we're on not the in. joke. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Yeah, and we're just wondering out. We're just out here scratching our heads, like I didn't. I didn't get it. I don't know. You know and, and every meanwhile, they're on there just chuckling and saying, oh, ah, and everybody's yeah. oh, we're out there it's like, so, oh. you know? it's so annoying, yeah. bro. It is uh, so man. annoying. Indeed, man. Uh, we get the Boogs gig uh, with Cedric uh, in the background with Elias. It's interesting, though, because I talked a few weeks ago that Elias and Boogs should have had some type of uh, – you know, tie and they're tying Elias with Boogs now. Interesting love. It's clear events that they watch the show every single week. So uh you're welcome, WWE, for that. Uh Boogs defeating the Miz again, man. The Brooklyn was flat with Boogs, man. What what do you think is the issue going on with here? Bro, you know what it is, Chris? He, here here's the problem again. When when we eliminate vignettes and stories and we go out of the building, okay, bro. When I talk vignettes and stories, bro, I'm I'm not talking about I'm not talking about the scene with Elias and and Boggs in the back. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about the scene with Judgment Day in the back. I'm not talking about the scene with Carmella, Nikki, and Oscar. That that's wrestling BS. That's wrestling BS. I'm talking about real world stories. When you eliminate all of that, Chris, here's the problem. There's no depth to your characters. Mm. They're all wrestlers. Yeah. There's no depth. Bro, yeah. I, I remember you talk about AJ. Bro, I can remember vividly, bro, 12 o'clock at night. We're at some freaking alligator farm in Florida with Karen Jarrett and AJ Styles. 12 o'clock at night, bro. The show's over. I'm exhausted. But what did we see? That's where we saw the depth of AJ's character. Mm. Bro, if you don't have any of that, they're one-dimensional. There's no depth. That's what you're seeing in every single one of these characters, bro. There's zero depth. Zero. You know, Vince, it's like uh, I remember interviewing Jake Roberts a few years back, and he was talking about how, you know, he used to get so much heat back in the day of people used to, you know, slash his tires, right? Right. Now, there's no way, like, and and that was kind of like a badge of honor. You know what I mean? He came came out and his tires were slashed. He's like, oh, man, great. I'm getting some heat. Nowadays, when you see a heel, like Adam Cole, and if it, uh, someone like an Adam Cole would come out to someone's car, or to or to his car, he would probably have a bu- a swarm of people saying, "Oh my gosh, there's Adam Cole! I'm running to a heel! I'm saying the whole Adam Cole, baby!" And boom. To me, that's a big difference between the you know heels of 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 yesteryear compared to nowadays it's just a character vince it's like oh man what's your twitch basically when someone's a heel when they come out they're likable people love them they're no Chris, i swear to god this was not that long ago bro not that long ago maybe it was 15 years ago chris obviously i'm a new yorker through and through Bro, we used to do those TNA shows from the Nashville Fairgrounds. Yep. 
Chris, I am not lying to you. When I would go outside, there were groups of people, guys, wanting to fight me. See, And I used to say, Chris, I swear to God, I used to have to say, guys, you know that was a show in there, right? <laughs> I, bro, I did that to save my backside. Yeah, These yeah, yeah. guys really wanted to hurt me, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm using that as an example because that's true. Yeah. That's yeah. how it was, bro. Yeah, that's how you get heat, man. That You're doing your job if people were doing that to you, man. Not if, if you're a heel – and all of a sudden you go outside and people are cheering for you, like you're getting excited. I, I got to address Jimmy Campbell here. Unfortunately, if they have every character depth, Raw would be a seven-hour show. Was Raw seven hours during the Attitude Era, Jimmy? No. Nope. Was Raw seven hours during the Attitude Era? As a matter of fact, bro, I believe it was two hours. Indeed. And every character had depth. Yep. So you don't need seven hours for a character to have depth depth bro no of course not um all right so uh chelsea green adam pierce judgment day uh interview and then uh we close up with uh the main event uh your thoughts on the main event you know bro these these bro first of all there was a lot of women wrestling on this show there, 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 there was so many female matches. I was like, do they not have guys to wrestle anymore? Like, yeah. seriously, I, I was asking the question. There were a lot mm-hmm. of women on this show. And, bro, listen, I'll say what I what I always say. You know, these, these girls worked their butts off. Mm-hmm. There's no question about that, bro. These girls always work very hard. But I do believe that... Bro, they they let I I think they let a lot of these women matches just go too long. And yeah. the longer it goes, bro, the more exposed that they're going to be. And I actually think, bro, even though this match went long, Chris, I think I think they went home too soon. Because they oh yeah, yeah, I noticed that too. Like yeah, and, and, that, and, yeah. and I know they were promoting elimination yeah. chamber at the end. I don't think that was by design, bro. Yeah, I think yep. I think they went home way too soon. I, I peeped that too. It was like, yeah, because they're doing the recaps. They don't do that for every go home, and, and elimination chamber isn't a big you know show for go home. And so yeah, they kept re and then they they kept going back to like the same match, you know, like two yeah. <laughs> twice. And so yeah, they they were dragging that. So it was a bit uh, of it was a bit of uh, timing issues there. So, what's uh, never any timing issues is the timeliness of this guy right here, and he's always on time, all the time when it comes to his esteemed viewpoints on Raw. Look, hey, you might disagree with it, but hey, it's okay, man. I mean, people disagree. People have taken disagreements uh, to like uh, hate each other nowadays, man. That's unfortunate it's in this type crazy, of world we bro. live in. It's crazy. I don't, I don't hate anybody on this show. I don't hate anybody who puts this show together. Yeah. Uh, the criticism I'm giving, I actually think if they paid attention to them, it would help them. Yeah. And it's clear um, that and, they have paid attention to. Uh, yeah, and, and and like I said, bro, I I think I think they're making strides, bro. I think they're making strides, but um, I I want to see a solid three hour show one time. Yeah, agreed. Speaking of solid, man, I'm telling you, man, look, let me tell you something. Man. Let me tell you something about this guy, Roland. 
This guy right here continues to be one of the absolute best just supporters of the shows that we have, just period, man. He comes in here every single week. He comes in with really, really good input, and he super chats us to a Las Vegas vacation, ladies and gentlemen, and continuing to uh, just get, give really esteemed, you know, thoughts and uh, get, big, big shout out to Roland. Every week, just comes in here and just drops some gems and some dollars as well, man. Kudos to you, my man. Honestly, I don't see Montez Ford winning the 2024 Rumble. Gunther and Theory have the inside track right now, both for mid-card champs. Why hasn't a non-mixed black male won the Rumble? Latino males and an Asian male won it. Hmm, very interesting. I think that's a I think that's a good point because I don't see um I mean a barrel or wanted from a woman's from the woman's standpoint. But to answer your question, I think we've even talked about this a couple of weeks ago, Vince, as far as just there's not a very strong black presence, you know, as far as just uh you know, wrestlers on there. You have Bobby Lashley who's they'll put up, you know, to main event status every now and then, but they don't have any main eventers. Uh, Bro, who was the who was the uh, the Asian that won it? Uh, uh, Nakamura won it. Yeah, that's what I thought. Hey, listen, Rollin, with all due respect, uh, maybe you should be happy uh, that a. Uh, African, look what happened to Nakamura, bro. <laughs> look what happened to Nakamura man. after he won yeah, the Royal man. Rumble. I mean, so you know, I mean, yeah, they bit the ball. They 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 dropped the ball on that one for sure. That's they could have really had him. I was there in New Orleans covering at WrestleMania when uh, AJ Styles beat Nakamura <clears throat> at that WrestleMania, and there were so many people across the entire uh, audience that were just. Like, huh? Like, it was just, it was so weird when AJ won out of that match. And I heard that they had him keep it, keep the, the win because they were promoting the new 2K for that year. And AJ was on the cover of 2K. So they had him keep the title, man. So, man, what a horrible way to just derail someone's career because imagine? of a 2K video. Can you imagine so. explaining that to Nakamura? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, we're going to have you win the Royal Rumble, and then they're going to call an audible like a few weeks. Uh, Shinsuke, I know that we wanted you to win the title, but we've got this 2K thing going on, man. AJ's on the cover, man. So, Kind of change the plans, man. We're actually going to have AJ win. We want to have him keep that momentum going into the. I mean, just imagine just the balloon just being popped from someone's excitement, man. So, yikes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this guy right here is former WCW World Heavyweight Champion, former WWE head writer Vince Russo at the Vince Russo channel attitude.com, Russo's brand.com. Follow that guy. Check out his stuff, man. He's always got some awesome stuff. Check out my stuff, Pancakes and Power Slam Show. Go sub on YouTube, Pancakes and Power Slams. Uh, please uh, show some love over there. Uh, Rollins, actually, he's uh, moved over to uh, supporting the uh, Pancakes and Power Slams, and he's been coming on Pancakes and Power Slams now, too. So everybody there, go ahead. And, you know, it's just a Q&A, man. So it's, it's, it was funny. Uh, so he's saying this is the first show that Joey didn't make an appearance. Well, I beg to differ. Time out. Time out. Joey. Time out. Joey. Very Vince nice. Russo, Dr. Chris, 
leads in a row. Have a good night, everybody. Solo!